First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Let's have a look at your weather around the country this morning. Tswane, cloudy in the morning, otherwise partly cloudy. Isolated showers and thundershowers, 15 and 21. Johannesburg, partly cloudy. Isolated showers, thundershowers, 14 and 29. Vrenaging, partly cloudy. Isolated showers, thundershowers, 14 and 30. Bombela, cloudy in the morning, otherwise partly cloudy. Isolated showers, thundershowers, 17 and 26. Polokwane, cloudy in the morning, otherwise partly cloudy. Isolated showers, thundershowers in the evening, 15 and 26. Maheke, Partly cloudy and windy, scattered thunder showers, 18 and 32. Freiburg, partly cloudy and windy, scattered thunder showers, 18 and 35. Mangung, partly cloudy and windy, scattered thunder showers, 14 and 32. Kimberley, partly cloudy, windy, isolated showers, thunder showers, 17 and 36. Uppington, fine, 14 and 31. Cape Town, cloudy, isolated showers and rain, partly cloudy in the afternoon. A moderate refreshed southerly wind, 16 and 22. George, cloudy, scattered rain and showers, a light to moderate westerly wind, 15 and 21. Gobecha, cloudy, isolated showers, rain from the late morning, a light and variable wind, 15 and 23. East London, fine at first, otherwise partly cloudy, scattered showers, thunder showers from the afternoon, a light northeasterly wind, 16 and 25. Etiquini, fine, partly cloudy in the afternoon, scattered showers, thunder showers, a moderate fresh northeasterly, 19 and 33. Richards Bay, fine, partly cloudy in the afternoon, isolated showers, thunder showers, a moderate fresh northeasterly, 21 and 32. And Peter Maritzburg, fine, partly cloudy in the afternoon, scattered showers and thunder showers, 17 and 36. Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international news. Well, at 22 minutes after 6 now, the COP28 Climate Summit end has ended with an agreement that countries will transition away from fossil fuels, but there's still, it appears, no requirement on countries to phase out fossil fuels. From what I can see, there's no mechanism to force countries to stop using fossil fuels. The summit also says it expects the production of carbon pollution to peak in 2025 and then start to decline. Professor Guy Midgley is the head of the School for Climate Studies at the University of Stellenbosch. Professor Midgley, good morning. Hello, Stephen. Please call me Guy. (laughs) Um, If countries stick to this agreement, what impact will it have on climate change? Will it have any impact on the climate? Well, the way that countries stick to the agreement is through their nationally determined contributions. And currently, the nationally determined contributions will not allow us to stick anything close to what is required by science and will only reduce emissions by about uh, 5% by 2030, uh, even if countries get all the financial assistance they need. So we really do need to ratchet up the effort. And that is what this global stock take text is designed to do okay so then what it means is that cop 28 is not going to save the world it was never going to but what it does show is that there's a complete i suppose there's a a distinct lack of will to actually start the process well the the global stock takes an incredibly important process introduced under the paris agreement which is a kind of a scorecard that is done every five years And the next one is going to be exceptionally important because it will allow all countries to assess how well they've done given what has been undertaken this time around. And you mentioned uh, these these uh, uh, eight measures that are uh, that are given in this in this stock take that countries need to do, including uh, tripling renewable energy capacity by 2030, accelerating phase down of unabated coal accelerating the efforts towards net zero, transitioning away from fossil fuels in energy systems, I would note, you know, there's the devils in the details. It's fossil fuels in energy systems. So it just mentioned transport uh, and etc. So there, there, there are these uh, eight um, measures that are mentioned in the stock take. 
in five years' time, we will be able to uh, to score what has actually happened and how the nationally determined contributions have met those uh, those aspirations. It always seems to me to boil down to the same thing. Politicians have constituencies. They won't agree to something that hurts their economies because that will hurt their constituency. And I understand that. And then they believe that stopping the use of fossil fuels will hurt their economies. It's a sort of short-term versus long-term issue. For the moment, I don't see any way around that. Well, I mean, look, the major issue is that uh, consensus is required in in these uh, agreements. So it's not it's not a uh, it, it, there can be nobody. Uh, if if one party disagrees, the whole thing is 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 brought, is, is, is is goes to naught. So um, it's actually quite an achievement to get this acknowledgement in this chapter in this paragraph 28 in the agreement given that the petro states are defending their territory like uh, absolute crazy so um in a way it's a it's a real step forward but it's extremely hedged the the, the language is very very hedged and uh, talks about things like accelerating efforts towards <laughs> as opposed to achieving so, you know, as I said, the devil is in the details, um, but the signal is extremely clear and uh, it does signal, according to some, uh, you know, the end of the fossil fuel era, or the, at least the beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone's been focusing on COP28 and that's important. That's where everybody is. Uh, the two b- biggest polluters in the world, China and the US, have been meeting as well. Um, I heard John Kerry, the sort of climate envoy. I didn't hear what the Chinese delegates were saying. But an agreement between the U.S. and China, um, working almost sort of with COP, but kind of on their own as well. How important is that? Well, I think the processes that go on behind the scenes are incredibly important, uh, especially if they go across traditional negotiating blocks like, you know, the the so-called umbrella countries or the leading countries in the developed world and the you know, the leading country in the G77 in China, which is the other massive negotiating block. So that's uh, that's to be welcomed. Uh, you know, the more transparency and the stronger the signals come out of the leading parties here, uh, the stronger the outcomes will be in the long term, and the stronger the signal will be to um, to the financial and economic system. It's essential that that message. Uh, come out strongly. Um, the well, you know, the fossil fuel companies are trying to protect their their territory tremendously by, you know, talking about uh, phasing out inefficient fossil fuel subsidies. Uh, so they, they, there's a lot of space still left in the text, which uh, by which they're buying as much time as possible. Professor Guy Mitchley, thank you, acting head of the school, acting director of the School for Climate Studies at the University of Stellenbosch.